Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Veronica Live on News Talk 101. Welcome back to Veronica Live. And we are here. He was our, my first guest last year under the Veronica Live show. And he is back. It's been a long time, but we've got Mayor Jesse Nelson from Lynn Haven is joining us this morning. Happy New Year, Mayor. Happy New Year, uh, Veronica, to all of your listeners. Uh, thanks for inviting me back. I um, feel honored to be back on the show, the first guest of the new year. So I know. Really exciting. Yeah. yeah. Start a tradition here. I know, because <laughs> it's been a while since you've been in here anyways. Last time you were in here, I looked, it was, I think, July of last year. We were talking about your book that you wrote, because you're also a preacher on the side. Yes. So we can get into all of that. But um, I have to commend you. Lynn Haven was just literally so scrumptious and adorable. The cutest Christmas decorations ever. I, I mean, Lynn Haven's on fire. Well, well, thank you. Yes, it was. Uh, we certainly believe that Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year, and that's the uh, what we try to express and demonstrate during that time. So, our city manager and her staff did an awesome job of making sure that we felt the joy of the season um, during Christmas. It kicked off really nice with our Christmas tree lighting and um, and also the uh, the, the live concerts that we had there in the park at Sheridan Sheffield. So that was pretty awesome too. Um, and just sort of just carried on throughout throughout the season. So it was, it was wonderful just to drive through. And then of course we have the, uh, the Christmas lighting show that's there on Ver Vermont, which is really huge. So people come from all over um, the area to come and see that show every year. So that's a, a real popular attraction for us during that time of the year as well. I think you all have just gotten better because my daughter flew in for four days from New York City and she's like, I don't remember Lynn Haven being this cute. This is so cute, Mom. Oh, my gosh, they have a nativity scene. Yes. You know, because we're the South, so we have nativity right, yes, scenes. Because, you know, you look at like, up in New York, it's a good example. You know, they had places where, where they were banning Christmas trees, you know, from public property. And it's like, you people are insane. You know, this is this is Christmas. Christ, you know, yeah. was born. You know, that's that's what this is about. And, and it's it's so wonderful to live in a city that still that still honors that. Yes. And so it was, it was, our park was beautiful. Um, the homes throughout the area were beautiful. So I, I really enjoyed driving through at night to see the different sceneries that we had for Christmas. Well, I feel bad for who has to take down that Christmas tree. <laughs> because I complained about my seven and a half footer and that one is amazing. So, but um, thanks for, for doing that because I do think it benefits our community and that's Lynn Haven has just blossomed with these activities and I saw on your social media, I want, I guess if you need a tree, you guys are doing Arbor day coming up. Yes. So, yeah. So we're one of, uh, one of the cities in the area and there are other cities in the area as well, like Panama city that are Arbor cities, but we're one of the, the Arbor cities in our area. And so really just trying to focus on replanting trees, especially since hurricane Michael, um, noticing that part of our stormwater issues is the fact that we don't have any trees to suck up all of that water that um, like true. we had prior to the hurricane. So just trying to get people to replant trees. We did this a couple of times last year. And so we have uh, several of those that are coming up over the next few months. Um, so if you missed this one, then we have a couple more coming up after that as well where you can uh, go out and get a free tree. Yep. So Saturday, January 21st from 7 to 9 a.m., you can get a free tree. 
I want to know who's going to plant it, John. Are you planting it if I get the free tree? <laughs> oh, I can go out there with a little, <laughs> little hand trowels. I'm, I'm a little you know? anti-tree after the last hurricane. I've still got PTSD, but I need some trees. So, yes, you guys have that one coming up. So if you need a tree, that's great. And it says they'll be giving them out, I guess, on four, at Kinsall Park. Yes. So that's great. And you, you came in and you've got a commission meeting coming up. So is that this Tuesday? Yes. Yeah, so we have our, our first commission meeting of the year coming up this Tuesday. And so a couple of different ordinances that we're looking at to, uh, again, just try to improve our, our city, um, especially with um, code enforcement. Um, just, we have ordinances coming up that allow our, um, our code enforcement officers to uh, just be able to really put some things in action um, that we need to have happening in the city. So a lot of times there's, uh, with code enforcement, um, there's like, you know, you see the different violations and things, but there's nothing we can sort of do to follow up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this allows them to follow up on certain on certain violations that we might see throughout the city. Um, it's a pretty standard ordinance that is used throughout the country. So we're going to see how that works for us and then reevaluate to see if that's really what's best for our for our community. So what are some of the code enforcement violations like cars that are just sitting there or? Um, some of it could be, for example, going into a restaurant and a restaurant not um, being up to code. Um, however, they might have passed the you know initial inspections um, and then following back up on some of those inspections and just seeing what's happening within that restaurant and other um, homes. Of course, we're not going into people's homes looking for, for violations. And I think that's sort of the scary part for some people is that it's certainly not an invasion of privacy or trying to get onto your public onto your private property. Um, but it does allow us to say, OK, hey, if we see this on private property, then we can follow up on that and try to, you know, just try to resolve that issue, especially if it's a nuisance um, for the community. And a lot of times those are the ordinances that we're seeing um, or the violations we're seeing are are nuisances that sometimes we can or we can't follow up on those. So I'm just trying to make sure we keep Lynn Haven a a clean and safe city. I love it. Uh, I know you wanted to talk, um, I guess, about the commission meeting. So besides the code enforcement, are there some other issues that that you're going to chat about um, on Tuesday? So uh, one of the things we're, we're hoping to talk about a little bit on Tuesday is also uh, development orders. And so one of the things we're noticing is, of course, we're trying to make Lynn Haven, you know, more aesthetically beautiful and um, keeping people um, just sort of in the trend of what we're wanting to see within the city. And we've put some of those rules in place um, or some of those those codes in place over the past year or so. Uh, Commissioner Aldridge has sort of led the charge on that. And we've been supportive of it. Um, but now what we're noticing sometimes is when a development order um, is extended. So someone's come in, they want to do a development. Um, and this could be a restaurant, a new business. Um, but what happens is they'll make an extension for it. So, okay, that's that's two years. And then we'll make another extension. Now that's three years. And so are you going to fall within the, the codes that we've changed within that one, two, or three-year time period? And so that's what we, we're going to discuss a little bit more on Tuesday is how do we respond to those extension requests as people, as we're changing codes. For example, we've changed stormwater from 25-year to 100-year um, for stormwater properties. So if you uh, made your development order or, you know, uh, was granted your development order during that 25-year stormwater period, now you're asking for an extension. Do we now require you to have that 100-year stormwater um, retention in your area, or do we still say, okay, well, you're okay with the 25 because you were grandfathered in under that first development order? And so how many times do we allow you to to request development extensions before we say now it's time for you to 
comply with the new codes that have been enacted since your first development order. So those are, and it's challenging. Those are never easy. You know, is I don't want anyone to ever think that it's easy as the commission to sit up there and make these rules um, and try to enact these policies because it's not because some of us are business owners. We're all citizens of our community. Right. So we're not wanting to just, you know, put the onus on other people as if we don't bear the burden of that as well, because we certainly do. Um, but that's one of the big things we're going to be discussing that uh, could be impactful for um for different businesses, um, not just though, and it's not just looking at who's who has development orders on the queue now, but also 10 years from now, how does that work? You know, how does that work in our city 10 years from now when someone makes a development order, a change happens in the codes and ordinances, and now um, you make your extension request, and so what do you do with that? You know, what's interesting about that is it's always a, it's a case of, you know, you want to come up with a uniform public policy, but it's really a case-by-case basis that you need to deal on it. And when you try to deal with it on a case-by-case basis, then people accuse you of playing politics and favoritism. Yes. So it's almost like you're in a no-win situation, you know, with, with, with some of these these rules. You really are. Um, and what happens is when you do too many case-by-case basis, it ends up that now the ordinance or the codes really have no validity to them because everyone can, you know, petition for a variance because they know, well, you granted this variance. And so now you're setting a precedent that I'm going to grant variances right. every time you make a request for it. So then it's like, okay, well, why have this on the books if we're really not going to, you know, going to use this as our standard policy and procedure on how to deal with certain issues. So it, it does get sticky and it, it does get challenging. And I think that's one of the other challenging parts for us is one, making sure we're not playing politics um, or seeming seemingly playing right. politics, but also just wanting to make sure that we are setting the right precedents for the things that we do allow variances on. Um, and just making sure everybody follows the rules. So, well, I'm sure it's not not it's not so much politics as it's, it's being fair and being uniform in how you apply policies to everybody. Right. So they get treated equally, and and that's really what the objective of dealing with the government should be: is everybody comes before the government on an equal footing, right. and is dealt with equally. You know, and and yeah. sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's not. No, I I certainly agree, and I think it's the the optics on that is more difficult in a smaller yeah. community. Yeah. Because you know everybody, you know. All we'll right, see you right. at church, <laughs> yes, <laughs> mayor. <Yeah>. Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it does become more challenging versus if we we're in a larger city, yeah. um, where you don't. Where know I that live person. across town. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, I do have a question because I saw, I saw you have that story that was on um, WMBB, our, our partner sister station, about the, these innovative storm drains that you guys are testing yes. out. Um, it's a new thing. So tell us about this. So um, recently, our stormwater department, Mr. Uh, Chris Lightfoot, and also um, Mr. Bobby Baker, who's now been promoted to uh, director of chief chief infra- chief infrastructure director. It's a, it's a mouthful there. <laughs> um, but he, he came out of that uh, uh, that public uh, works department as well. And so, but Mr. Lightfoot, the the director there for our public works department has um, been working and looking at different ways that we can be more innovative with our stormwater. Because what's happening this year, we've been able to do a good job of maintaining um, stormwater uh, in regards to cleaning out our ditches. So we were able to hire an outside company that was able to come in and help us keep our ditches cleaned out so that we can uh, get the stormwater out faster uh, whenever it rains. So certain areas has certainly alleviated the flooding because of that. But now how do we keep that going permanently? You know, how do we continue to... Um, get that stormwater out quicker because 
of course, when we dig out a ditch, dirt falls back in, vegetation grows back up. So then it's like, now you have to go back and clean that ditch out again. So it's an ongoing process. So what we've been able to do, uh, we're testing it out right now, is actually um, find some concrete um, or, or cement that you can put in the stormwater ditches. Um, but it's, it's really neat because it's, it's like uh, you, you lay it out and then you wet it and then it hardens. So it's mm. not like we're actually pouring concrete in oh, the ditch. Cool. You, you lay it out, wet it up, it hardens over time. Um, we're still, it's new. So although they say it lasts for 25, 50 years, we're still not really sure just yet. Um, but <laughs> For the it, test bed. Yeah, so we're, we're still testing it out. Um, but what that does do, is it allows, one, it stops the vegetation from growing back up in that ditch. Um, but also it allows the stormwater to flow faster because um, it's an impermeable surface. So even though it's flowing through the ditches, it's still going through dirt, dirt and mud, and it's still soaking up some of it, okay. um, which then cre- allows the stormwater to slow down as it's flowing out. But now with the cement there, it allows it to flow faster. So we've put that in a couple of places around town and just seeing how that works out. I'm still looking at the budget for that. Um, you know, what is the budget for purchasing that over time versus continuing to do the maintenance of cleaning out ditches? And right now, from what we're seeing, it should equal out about the same. Okay. Um, maybe a little more initial cost up front, but hopefully over time. We'll see some cost savings in that as well. So uh, that was pretty neat when they brought it to us in December and told us about it. And uh, so we we really like that idea and just hope that it really helps create better stormwater um, in our community. Well, I've got a stormwater tattoo. I'll have to have it removed because we've, <laughs> we've dealt with so much stormwater here. Um, but I, we've got a minute till our break. But I wanted to yeah. ask you, too, because a lot of pipes froze. I, it was so cold over this Christmas. So has it, that been rough for, for Lynn Haven? It, it, it has been. There were certain areas of town that were really impacted by that. And so our crews, big shout out to our public utilities because they literally worked 24-7. They worked through the holidays to make sure that we had good running water. Um, in our area and also that we could fix as many, you know, water mains as possible after that hard freeze. There's so much you can do to try to, uh, you know, prepare for that. But um, there's so much that is unknown when that happens. So we want to give a big shout out to them and just real thankful for all the work they did for that as well. Well, that's great because I know a lot of people, there's the backflow things broke and we had a pipe break, you know, when you're trying to prep because we're not used to this in Florida. Yeah. But we are here with Mayor Jesse Nelson from Lynn Haven and we'll come back right after the break. Patriot Veronica loves God, guns, America, and talking to you. Call Veronica live now at 233-9988. Welcome back to Veronica Live, and we're here with Lynn Haven's awesome mayor, Jesse Nelson, and there's so much going on in in Lynn Haven, and I know you wanted to talk about the spring concert series, because every time I've driven past Lynn Haven, there's always like jam pack full of people, food trucks. It's just yes. such a family friendly place, um, Jesse. So tell us about what's coming up. So in March, we're going to be starting our, our spring concert series and our concert series are very popular. As you just noted, mm-hmm. I mean, I have people randomly stop me in publics when I'm at the gym working out, like one of the concert series coming, 
what days are they going to be, who's coming. And so I didn't, I, I knew they were popular, but certainly since becoming mayor, realizing how popular they really are and they're free, you know, and so that's one of the wonderful parts about it is you get free entertainment um, in an outdoor setting. So it's very relaxing, family oriented. You can bring the kids out. Um, and that's really cool whenever I do stop by the concerts to be able to see the families out with their blankets, their children playing on the, the playground equipment and uh, the, the dogs in the park. And so just it's a real nice small festive feeling that you have in the concert series. So um, we're really excited to have the artists that we have coming um, this year. One of our artists is coming back. They came for 4th of July um, out of Troy, Alabama, uh, a small band of, of college students, or they, they were in college at that time. And they were a phenomenal hit when they came for our oh, wow. 4th of July celebration. So we wanted to get them back as soon as possible. I remember after that, after their concert set, I was like, we have to get this group back is what I told the city manager. And she was already like in concurrence with that and just like, yes, we have to get them back. And so really excited to have them coming in March as well. So that's going to be a great concert series, um, having them come. Usually we have more local artists that come in um, because we certainly want to highlight the local talent that we have here as well. But since mm-hmm. they were so popular, we want to be able to bring them back again. So just really excited about that. Looking forward to, uh, to what that brings. Um, and those are going to be on Friday nights. Um, those concerts in the spring. We change it to Thursday nights in the fall because football is big, right? <laughs> and so we never yeah. want to be competing with high school football, especially Mosley High School football. Right. Um, because half of Lynn Haven is always there at the game. Um, and so, uh, but yeah, just really excited about the concert series and the food trucks that are going to be there. We're very thankful for our vendors that always come out and support uh, the various um uh, programs and the various activities that we have. So again, we're just really trying to be that family-friendly city. Um, you know, Bay, Bay County's family-friendly city is, is what we're really trying to be um, and just invite families to come in and, and enjoy. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I, researching for you to come on, I didn't realize that there's sponsorship opportunities too. So that's the first time I've, I've noticed that, that you all are seeking businesses to be part of the family. Yes. So we certainly invite businesses to, to come and be sponsors. Um, you can contact our communications department about that um, regarding sponsorship. And we'll have the big banner up there. Your name will be on the banner. Of course, your name will go on our Facebook pubs and our other um other media outlets that we have in regards to who's sponsoring. And so, yeah, we do have some sponsorship opportunities for that as well. John. Well, uh, well, switching gears a little bit here. We've got, we've got uh, election season coming up here for municipal elections. So yeah, what what's going on in Lynn Haven? Uh, who, who's up for uh, re-election this year? So uh, seats one, two, and the mayor's seat are up for re-election this year. Um, so we have a couple of that have already registered, um, for, uh, seat one, which is a uh, commissioner, uh, uh, Brandon Aldridge. And then we also have a uh, commissioner, Pat Perno. He's already went and registered. So he's ready to, uh, to run for reelection in his seat, seat two. Um, and then the mayor's seat, uh, Miss Ellen Field, she's already registered for that election. And I guess this will be because everybody's been asking me. So, uh, Veronica, you'll be the first to hear that I will be seeking re-election. Yes. For, uh, the mayor of Breaking Lake. news. <laughs> mayor Nelson's running for re-election on Veronica Lott. Mayor, yes. You know I love my breaking news. So, so yeah. So, you'll be the first to know um, that, that I'll be running for re-election. Okay. And so, we'll get the paperwork filed next week. Um, take some time over the weekend to uh, just you know, make sure we bring everything together and just get ready to run, uh, run for re-election. And this will put me back on a four-year term. And so uh, just really excited about the things that we've been able to do in Lynn Haven, working with our city manager and staff has been really exceptional and wonderful. And so there's still a few tasks that we want to complete and uh, make sure we get the, some things done that we've started. So 
uh, real excited about that. Uh, uh, you know, the transformation has just been astonishing, yeah. particularly since since the hurricane. Yeah. And and if they ever, 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 ever finish 390. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> you know, it, it's getting better, but. <laughs> yeah, you know, those are, uh, th- those those road projects are done in phases. <laughs> and so um, we're still working on, you know, on part of that phase. And I do want to give a shout out to the State Department as well. They've been very helpful um, to be compliant with us when we have different requests um, regarding the road work, because it is a challenge. You know, there it's a state that's running through a city. And so, you know, they sometimes impede upon different things that's happening within our city. And we really do listen to our citizens as, you know, how it impacts them and affects them. At one time, it was really impactful to our stormwater. And so we. Had oh, a, yes. Had I remember down. in front of Simply Seafood, it was like an ocean over yeah. there. Yeah. So we just have to sit down and talk about those well, different it's just, issues. It's just the traffic gets so bad at times, particularly in the evenings and stuff, you know. It's, yeah. it's just almost like a traffic jam up there some days. Well, you bring, you, you blame, you know, uh, ways for that because it's taking everybody to the same. So if yeah. you're all using the same GPS, then it's, it's a, taking you to all the same <laughs> short, you know, shortcut routes, right? So uh, you, you have to get to know the back roads a little bit better than you yeah. can sort of maneuver and, and, and wiggle your way through some of those traffic jams. Well, we've got about 45 seconds to the break here. Um, but MLK Day is next weekend, and you guys are doing an event uh, from 9 to 5. Yes, yeah, so we are um, partnering with uh, Acure, which is a, a local organization, and uh, MLK Celebration, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Celebration, is one of their annual festivities. And so they came to us a couple of years ago and asked, hey, would we like to partner with them in hosting this event in our city? And so we said, yes, let's do it. And so just real excited to uh, to have that partnership going. So there's going to be um, different uh, performances going on, food, festivities, speeches. So it's going to be a great okay. day. Just so invite everybody next, to come out to that. Next Saturday. Is that correct? Nine to five. Monday. 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 Monday yeah. Next Monday. Next okay. Monday, okay. We'll be right back. We're here with Mayor Jesse Nelson. And we got to find out about the new city hall. So lots to talk about. We'll be right back. I don't know about you, but I feel good. I don't know about you, but I feel good. It's time to start your day with Patriot and Air Force veteran Veronica with a shot of conservatism. Call Veronica live now at 233-9988. Welcome back to Veronica Live, and we're here with um, Lynn Haven Mayor Jesse Nelson. It's so great to have you in as my first local guest of the new year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Veronica. Happy New Year, John, and to all the listeners there (laughs) um, on the show. Yeah, well, there's so much to talk about in Linhaven because it is just it is just such a beautiful, cute little. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Adorable community that we're so blessed to live in. 
And I wanted to ask you, because the, the new City Hall building, it's looking massive. Wow. Yes, it's coming along uh, very nicely, a little bit behind schedule than what we initially anticipated. Um, when we first um, started, we were hoping to be finished by December 2022, January 2023. Okay. Um, the big plan was to have our grand opening around the time of Lynn Haven's Founders Day. Oh. Um, and so that's, depending on what source you look at, one source says January. Um, another source says July. So it really depends okay. on what source you look at. Um, well, I'd go with the July then. <laughs> yeah, so we... we so we looked in, you know, looked at that, uh, and, and so that's one reason why we celebrate July Fourth pretty big is because that's oh, it was awesome around the time year. that it ties in with uh, with our founding as a city as well. Uh, but with City Hall right now, we're looking at around maybe February March of 2023 getting that uh, getting that open, and so we're really excited about it. And it is it's coming a lot coming along very nicely there. Uh, they're working diligently every day, keeping us posted. Going to love to see how we tie in the old City Hall um, with the new City Hall. And so we're going to have some some historical things in the old city hall, some offices there so you can meet with um, the various commissioners and things. And then with the new city hall, which also includes our new police station and our EOC. Yeah, I wanted um, to ask you about that because I don't think a lot of people realize that during Hurricane Michael, people could have died because the building kind of gave way. So this building... Yeah can sustain those hurricane winds that we hope to never have again. Correct, Mayor? Yes, um, it can uh, sustain those. And one of the proofs of that is um, Mr. Michael Lovechuk, State Farm, He's, his building actually has the same material that we're using for our building. And so he was able to come in and attest to the fortitude that our building is going to have based on his experience from Hurricane Michael as well. And so, um, so yeah, we're, we're really excited about the, uh, the protection there because it's scary yeah. um, not being able to, to keep our officers and other um, leaders safe when they're inside of that building. Um, and some, Veronica, don't realize that we've been working out of um, sort of temporary buildings since, the, since Hurricane Michael. And so... Yeah, so we, which I don't like when there's a tornado <laughs> warning or watch. You know that's scary too. Because where do you go? It, it it is, and so that's been one of the challenges is we're having to send people home, um, and then bring and then ask them to come back out, especially when we have like the hurricane watches and yeah, um, the tropical storms. Like, okay, hey guys, you got to go home, but then I'm gonna need you to come back um, once it sort of passes through the eye of the storm, so we can get back to work. Whereas before, you could sort of anchor down. And sort of be, you know, that first responder to get out there a little bit faster. But everyone's been very, um, you know, very compliant and uh, and good, you know, just just good about working together. So we're going to be very excited when we get the new city hall open back up. Everybody's going to get their own space because uh, right now we haven't even shared some offices. Um, one of my, my offices even shared right now um, in city hall because we have that many employees that are working within our um, our main administrative building. So. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be excited when we can get a little more space and stretch out a little bit um, and, uh, and just welcome everybody in. So just real excited about it. Yeah, I want to go out to that ribbon cutting. And so where will your office be in the new building? I mean, will anybody's office be in the old cute building? So we, we, we will have some like commission offices or like okay. a commission office in the old building. So okay. um, so that way, if you want to meet with the commissioner and they want to meet you there, then they can meet you there. Because right now, um, when I want to meet with people, a lot of times I go to Wild Root. Because uh, it's right there by the commission, and and I do like hot chocolate and from from my room too. Um, and so uh, so Eric and the and the and the ladies there are always nice to me whenever I get a chance to go there. So either I go to Wild Root. Um, sometimes I'm able to meet, meet there at City Hall, but it's more like in an open table area. You know, sort of like a our conference room is like this in this in this open area. And so some people want to feel more comfortable in having just a, a little more one private on space, a little yeah. more one on one. So uh, so most of my meetings have to happen off site. Um, because we don't have the space for that. So the old city hall, we will be able to um, have a, an area there so that commissioners can meet with uh, constituents 
um, that would like a little more one-on-one, you know, in privacy. And just allow us to be able to still have some function and utilization to that building that is not just a historical marker, but it's still a part of the life of Lynn Haven and our government. It's so cute. And, it, and it's so iconic. Lynn Haven really is, you know. I mean, it's like you see that building and that's, you always think, I always think Lynn Haven, you know. I mean, yeah. It's just a unique shape of that that building and stuff. Yeah, we, and we try to keep some of that nostalgia in our new um, in our new design as well. Um, I think there's more of like a Spanish design. Yeah. And so we're trying to keep some nostalgia in that. So we're also hoping to um, update our, um, our, our service center as well to sort of wrap all of that in together. So we're really excited. We, we're still going to do the pavers, and we're going to have sort of a nice courtyard area to connect everything. Uh, I think we're going to have an over and uh, sort of an overhang so that as you're walking through, you won't get wet as you're walking from one building to the other. And so just really just just trying to, you know, take advantage of the opportunity that we have to re-envision um, things for the future. And so that's really been our focus since Hurricane Michael has been re-envisioning the future. What, what does this look like in 25, 30 50 years, because now we have an opportunity, not just in Lynn Haven, throughout Bay County, to really, you know, set up our future generations for uh, great success um, if we were able to just really re-envision what that looks like and not just trying to do things the way we did them before or trying to rebuild um, what we had before, but what can we do that will really help us push forward? So a new building will be there, you know, 100 years from now, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> piece of work. Um, and, and I saw you guys are going to have a health fair. Is that correct? Yes. So we have a health fair coming up. We were able to do that last year. Um, and so we have another health fair coming up. I invite everyone to come out to that health fair. Um, get a chance to um, to just learn some different things, some different techniques that you can do to, to keep your blood pressure down. Um, also, just meet the local um, healthcare officials. I think a lot of times, Veronica and John, we just only think about healthcare in the sense of Gulf Coast you know, Bay Medical. And I know those are not the names now. I know. I know like, they've changed. I'm always like, what is the name? When I <laughs> Yeah, um, HCA. Uh, well, they've got Sacred that new Ascension. ER I go to on 231 because you're in and out. Uh, yes. A couple times I've had to go. Yeah. It's a dream. I've had to visit a couple of members up there too. So I was like, okay, yeah, y'all came yeah, to 231. Okay. It's awesome. Um, so so I, I think it allows you to just meet some of the other healthcare um facilities and other healthcare officials that are in our area that you don't normally see on a regular basis. So we do invite everyone to come out to that. We um, do like free blood pressure checks and things for, yes. for so, folks. So we'll be doing some of that and it's doing midweek. So it's a good opportunity for our seniors to come out. Um, not that young people don't need to go to the health fair, but <laughs> it's a good opportunity for uh, our seniors and, and retirees because everybody's that's retired is not a senior. Uh, retirees. To no, come we out are as well. not. <laughs> um, well, and then tell me, because you're always doing adoptions, too. I love when I see somebody's adopted out one of the animals from the shelter. So we do have a very caring community. Um, one, of, one of the things that, that is a hallmark of Lynn Haven is that we really do care about our animals. And so um, within our neighborhoods, because I get neighborhood alerts, you know, somebody's dog is lost, someone's cat is out. Um, so I get those alerts all the time over in Moore Highlands. Um, but um, our adoptions are, are pretty, they actually, they happen on a regular and a frequent basis. And again, people, Random people come up and ask me, hey, where do, I go to, where, where do I go and adopt a dog? Where do I go and adopt a cat? And so then we tell them, hey, check out our animal shelter. Um, they'll certainly be able to help you with that adoption process. And so um, that's one of the things we are seeing instead of people um, not, not saying there's anything wrong with going out buying a, you know, a, a new animal. Um, They're not always <laughs> smart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might need my money back. <laughs> but people are, especially for, for children, they are saying, hey, let's go out and, and let's help you know, save a life. Um, yeah. And I remember my first dog um, was actually a, a dog that my dad bought from the pound. And so uh, 
And, and that's a long story. And then my dad changed the dog's name years later to Lucky because it was like, you're, you're lucky we saved you because you would have been dead. <laughs> well, we had and, Magic, and <laughs> the cat, that took me three weeks to get adopted out. And then we found out Magic, when they took Magic to get fixed, was actually a girl named so I renamed her to Isla for Island 106. And she got it. I know people have been messaging me. So Isla has been adopted out. So I want to thank everybody because that was actually stress. It was hard to adopt out a cat. She was a pretty You know, and I know people. And uh, everybody kept saying, Veronica, take the cat to your house. I'm like, are you trying to make it so my husband divorces me <laughs> with a cat and two dogs? And the dogs get mad at you. Right, exactly. Yeah. In the house. Well, well, that's so great that people are, you know, I see it on the Instagram and it's yeah. just always the cutest. My only thing on the Instagram, I wish that you tell us what the name is of the animal because a lot of people have the names already. Got it. So that's something I'll make sure I mention um, to our staff is, hey, when we post it. Can yeah, we that Lucky made it out of the, the kennel, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because it just is so cute. Um, and then I want to get into this, but we were like a minute from our break, but there's a lot of growth happening and I have questions for you. And I guess the first question is by Adams Pharmacy. They've been working on that building. Someone told me uh, Danny Donuts. I don't know if that's still true because it still has the ice cream sign there. Yeah. What is it going to be, Mayor? Can you tell us? So um, there is a, a strong rumor that Dandy Donuts is supposed to be there, um, but that hasn't been solidified yet or confirmed. Okay. And so we're, I'm dying we're, to know. We're hoping that that is the case. Um, and then we're going to have to just try to work out some traffic issues that are going to be happening there, um, like they happen on Harrison downtown. So so um, okay. that, that has been a strong rumor that Dandy no Donuts will will be there. But right now we're still uncertain. But we're hopefully hopefully that rumor is confirmed pretty soon. Okay. All right. Confirm it. All right. <laughs> Which Mayor Nelson is running for, for re-election. Uh, yeah, and we are here with Mayor Jesse Nelson from Lynn Haven. And then when, when we come back, I want to learn more because it looks like um, that, that area has been cleared where I think Diego's is going in. So I want you to talk about that. And if there's any new restaurants that... John and I need to go visit, um, you know, what's coming here in Lynn Haven. So we'll be right back here with Mayor Jesse Nelson. Join Panhandle's favorite Air Force veteran, Veronica, as she fights for conservative values in America. Call Veronica live now at 233-9988. Welcome back to Veronica Live. And we are here with Mayor Jesse Nelson from Lynn Haven, who broke news. He's running for re-election. He broke that on the Veronica Live show, so we appreciate that, Mayor. But what other growth is that Diego spot? Is that where Diego's is still going in? It looks like they've really kind of started paving that that area now. Yes. And so we just received a, a development order uh, not too long ago for next or a development extension. Um, we were hoping that the building, you know, groundbreaking would have happened before now. And everyone was really excited to have Diego's on this side of the bridge. But from our understanding, just due to the, uh, you know, to what's happening in the market that they've had to sort of postpone building okay. that right now. But yes, that's where Diego's is going to be. So All right, well, it looks like there's been there. some action. So, yeah. So we're hoping that comes along, you know, pretty soon. Um, we also have a. Uh, some barbecue play, a barbecue joint that's coming to the area is going to be right up uh, right before you get to the bridge on your way home actually yes um, you'll see their smokehouse on the side on the uh, right hand side yeah what is that major it's major smoke major yes I saw the sign there briefly yeah. and I was like oh my gosh what a pristine location for that so there so you can you can you can get barbecue seafood um, southern cooking 
all chicken in salad little... from Victoria's, which I'm addicted to, but they sell yeah. that at grocery outlets. <laughs> so we're good. So it's all right there on your way home. So yes. you can get something every day. I know. Day well, and you're, home. and I need to get back to your gym. I've started um, last year going to your gym, which I loved. So. I've my New Year's resolution has been bad. The inaugurations <laughs> <laughs> ruined it. But I'm gonna go back to your your gym. It's adorable. We'll definitely come on back. Your we'll platinum. Be glad to have you in. Yeah, in so and, nice. And working out, and uh, they look forward to having you. So yeah, it was excellent. And any other businesses we can talk about? It looks like the Planet Fitness now moved down and is part of Kohl's. So that was kind of right. interesting. Yes. And uh, for those who haven't been in Planet Fitness, man, it's huge. Is um, it? Because yeah. I was wondering, because it used to be really huge in the mall. So I was wondering yeah. how that space, did they build out? Is that, they had to build out a little on that? Um, I'm not sure if they had to build out. I know it's more elongated. Where okay. When it was in the mall, it was more square. Mm -hmm. um, but this one is more rectangular. Okay. And so they've added new treadmills, new, um, what is that? Like new ellipticals. They actually have a more stair climber. So just have a lot of different things that are in there now. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, the new Planet Fitness that's over there. Um, we also have, of course, uh, you know, a couple more restaurants coming. Looking forward to the Thai restaurant that's coming into town. And so still waiting on them to come in. So okay. uh, looking forward to that. And uh, we do have uh, just some business initiatives that we're pursuing. And so we're working with Mr. Ben Janke, our, develop, our director of economic development, on some opportunities that we want to pursue uh, to try to attract some more businesses to uh, the Lynn Haven area, especially more retail businesses. Um, maybe a couple of industrial. It's a challenge for industrial because we don't have the uh, the space for that right now, but certainly trying to get some retail businesses to uh, and, and a little more commercial to come into the area. So I'll take more restaurants any yeah, day. Yeah. Well, we're looking right now, we're adamantly looking for someone who wants to invest in a steakhouse. And so oh. if you want to invest in a steakhouse, please contact me. We're looking for someone that wants to do that. Right. We're certainly wanting that to happen. Um, Florida Avenue Slice House is supposed to be coming over to Florida Avenue. Really? Um, over by Wild Roots. Yeah. So, wow. so that's supposed to be in the plan. So looking forward to that. Um, and really, uh, we're also looking forward to uh, just revamping Florida Avenue, making that sort of our... Um, yeah, because that one building um, next to the pet parlor, which I take my dogs to for grooming, yeah, it's that bank, old bank. So that just kind of sits there, and I'm like, oh, that is the cutest building ever. Yeah, every, there's a lot of inquiry about that building. So I know there's, you know, people are trying to work with the owner on um, on utilizing that building because it would be great it's adorable. Um, to be able to use that um, as part of our our nostalgia for Florida Avenue. So in the, in the, in the future, do look forward to seeing some uh, some revamping of Florida Avenue because we really want to make that a, an attractive area. So where will the Slice House go? Do you already know? Um, it's supposed to be um, over on the other side of Wild Route. So you have the pet parlor on one side mm -hmm. and it's supposed to be on the other side of Wild Route from, from my understanding. Okay, okay. And we have that beautiful lighting store too, that Laverne's Lighting, which is beautiful, yes. you know, if you need lighting. Wow. And then we have... Um, then we have the dance studio that's down from yes, that. So, yes, that's um, so pretty, that building. That used to be the old DMV, right? Yeah, yes. And so now, of course, you know, the DMV is on the other side of right. the street. So we're really just trying to, you know, encourage people to utilize that. And then for those that have businesses in that area, they that's in the CRA. And so there is some help on facelift oh, um, okay. from the CRA as well. Um, I think there's like, I believe there's $25,000 
that can help um, storefronts um, wow. in that area sort of get a little facelift if they need to. I think so. Don't hold me. Okay. Well, I'm, I want to come to the, the pizza slice house Ruben Cutting because their pizza is really good. Um, um, so what are we missing, Mayor? Well, the um, rails and trails. That's oh, a, yes. Interesting yes. Program. I really like that. So, 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 so yeah, rails and trails is really exciting. One more business is Celebration yes. Place. I went to their ribbon cutting uh, a couple of, couple of months ago. It's on Minnesota. And so it's... What is when, that? So the celebration place is if you want to have an it's an event store, and so whether it's weddings, banquets, um, outdoor get-togethers, um, they have all of the things that you need in in that in that space as well. So that was a great grand opening. I just thought about that place as well for a oh, new nice. business um, that's in our area. Um, event planner, right? I, well, I know I'm the queen of event planning. <laughs> yeah. so, okay. so check out Celebration Place. Tell them I sent you. They may give you a discount. I don't know. <laughs> well, I always um, say military discount, and they go. normally do. <laughs> you, you know. Um, and so with, with Rails the Trails, really excited about that. Um, we're going to be groundbreaking that. Um, hopefully in March is going to be the groundbreaking for that. So we're really excited about that coming up. Uh, we're hoping after talking with the city manager that it'll be maybe six to 12 months to f- complete that project from um, the head of it, which is going into the Marina Island entrance all the way out to 231. So really excited about the rails and trails. We know it's been a long process, um, but that's sort of how it goes with grant funding um, is having to <laughs> know what you want, apply for the grant, get awarded the grant, and now come back with the engineering plans. And so we've been sort of, you know, trudging along on that trail. Um, but thankfully, our staff has been consistent on keeping us up to date on that, as well as just being consistent and just making sure that, you know, we're meeting all of our deadlines. So real excited about that. You'll see the different signs throughout town saying, you know, future site of Rails of Trails. Um, and so I think that's a really innovative idea um, of, of how that's going to work out. And then I believe Panama City is supposed to be having one as well. So hopefully, you know, those things are connect. Well, and like, particularly when you ride I like to ride my bike, so you know those are the the kind of places you really like to yeah to go out and ride, or people like to walk, talk, take their dogs for a walk, whatever you know. It's always a, a fun fun area to go. So we're we're excited about it. Um, one of the things that's real exciting about it is that uh, I talked with the CRA um, uh, chairman, which is Mr. Joe Brown, and after talking with him and also Mr. Ben Janke, our CRA director as well, who's also our economic development director, that we want to put historical markers along the rails or trails. Because we had talked about putting historical markers down Florida Avenue, but I didn't think that Florida Avenue was uh, long enough in order to really tie in all the history that we have in Lynn Haven. And so I said, hey, let's look at rails to trails. And that gives a, another, um, just another incentive for people to be on the trail. And so now you, hopefully you'll be able to be on the rails to trails for, as you mentioned, just sort of a little uh, relaxation, you know, recreation, but also a little uh, historical education about the history of Lynn Haven. So um, we're excited about that. I wanted to ask you, because we have just four minutes left and, but you, you are a minister preacher yes so i wanted to focus on that because it's a new year and we still want god in our life so i want you to put your your preacher hat on and give us that that message that we need because the world is just so crazy and it continues to be crazy and i want god on my team always yeah so one of the things um veronica that i'm encouraging people to do this year is to focus on the now and not the next and so um, Matthew six thirty four talks about how we need to not worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough troubles of his own and let's just focus on today. And I think what that reminds us of is that no matter how much planning, stressing, worrying we do, we can't change what's going to happen on tomorrow because we really don't know what's happening so tomorrow. And so if we can just focus on what God puts in front of us today and use our energy and efforts on the what's now instead of the what ifs, I think we'll live a, a lot more stress-free 
and a, a lot happier and joyful lives if we do that. And so that's one of the things we're just trying to commend people to do is to read their Bibles every day, pray, have some time with God, um, spend time with family, but also just spend time focusing on what God has blessed us with now instead of worrying about what's going to happen three months from now, six months from now. Um, because we can't control that, but we do trust in God who has all of that under control. And so if we trust in him, then whenever we do reach those moments in the future, then everything will be okay for that as well. Oh my gosh. She's brilliant. Um, I know last time you came in, you talked about, which I never really thought about. It was moving us to number one, to pray for ourselves. So I've tried to do that a little bit mayor. But it's really hard. It, it is hard because your your mind is crowded with so many of the issues that are happening in our world. So many, especially when you're compassionate, you're thinking about all the other people and all yeah. the other problems that they have. But again, I encourage us to pray for ourselves because if we're not equipped to deal with the issues that are happening, if we're not prepared spiritually for the warfare that's going on in our lives, then we become weakened and we're not really helpful to anyone else. And so we have to be strong. We have to make sure that we're spiritually apt um, and then we can be of good service to others. And so um, not that we pray for ourselves first selfishly as if we don't pray for others, but then making sure that we're prepared for um, the opportunity to be able to help others. And so um, I sort of look at it circularly. I pray for myself first and then I begin to pray for my wife and my children I pray for my family, pray for my church, pray for my city, pray for our community. I pray for other leaders. And so it sort of just becomes this, uh, this concentric circle that continues to revolve and to grow. And then you end up praying for the world. And sometimes I pray for other nations. You know, there's a, um, uh, world mission book that you can look at and you can pray for nations each day um, oh, of the year. Okay. And so we were able to pray for other nations throughout the world. But yeah, I think we have to start with ourselves first because when we put ourselves last, we just find up saying, you know, bless me, God. Right. And so, you know, cause we're so exhausted. Well, can you lead us out in a prayer? Um, Mayor? Sure, certainly can. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to embrace a new year. Um, thank you for the op- thank you for the influence of uh, Veronica and John and the positivity they put on the airwaves. Father, I ask that you continue to bless their lives, bless their families, and Lord, bless every hearer that's, um, that's hearing my voice now um, throughout this community. Ask, oh God, that you would relieve any stress and worries that they may have, that you would replace that with, um, with comfort, that you would replace that with peace and joy. Um, and ask, oh God, that you would bless our dear city, Lynn Haven, Father. Thank you for having such a wonderful, safe, secure, um, neighborly place to live. And ask, oh God, that you would just continue to shower your blessings upon us so that we might continue to have fruit of positivity Amen. in our community. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs> Thanks, Mayor. All right. We'll be right back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.